What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Or happy fucking Monday. <laughs> because, yo, we don't know, okay? <laughs> we just don't know. We're in like a little bit of a transition period. Jerry's finding out some new like work hours. I have trips coming up. Halloween. Jerry's hosting a party. Aaliyah has a lot of stuff going on at the college. We have a lot. We just have a lot. It's just a lot happening right now. So bear with us in this transition period of recording. We might go down to once a week just for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are in the Facebook group, I'm sure Jerry will keep you guys posted. If there's no episode, then there's no episode. There, yeah. yeah. No, don't worry about us. It's just <laughs> we just have a lot of shit going on. So we've already, though, tried to fit in a lot of recording sessions into our schedule for you guys. So we care about you. Right. But we also care about our mental well-being. So. Yeah. So we're going to try. And also, like you said earlier, we don't want to force like, no. you know, because then it's just Content. like, yeah. yeah, then it's like. You guys are going to get, like, bored of us, and yeah. we don't want that either. So we want to keep it, like... Quality over quantity. Exactly. So yeah. just bear with us. Yeah. Yeah. We're Por in a favor. changing period. The month of October is just I, I mean, crazy. I could just quit my job. I could just not go to Italy. I, this is true. And we'll cancel the Halloween. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'll just cancel college, you know, too. Yeah, Sorry. just drop out, like. <laughs> yeah, Oh, my God. My lot. poor girl. She has her... You know, when she, she's in criminal justice right that's yeah. her major but she didn't realize she didn't sign up for this i guess they just threw her in there what when she went to the first class she's in an honor program like she's in the honors program but she's in criminal justice honors like the advanced yeah Oof. so everybody Oof. that she's friends with on her floor and the elc and all this other stuff is nobody is in her class oh lord but she has her first big test today and she was up last night until like midnight studying and she sent me a video of her notes guys first of all my daughter is meticulous with her notes she's color coordinated she has all her different highlighters but i'm telling you it must have been uh if i'm not about maybe six pages front and back and then like she like there was a blank page and then she flipped over and then there was like two more and I'm like, the amount of content in there for one test, you know, like, yeah. But listen, this is where she wants to be. Yep. And this is what I told her. I said, listen, you didn't sign up to be in an honors program. Like, I mean, in an honors course. Yeah, how that happened? So Did she I, ask, like, someone? No, but I think she feels like maybe it was her grades. Right. You know, so... And she's also in an honors program. So she's going to try it. Mm-hmm. And then I told her if it becomes too much, Leah, it's just okay bump down. to bump down, yeah. you know, but not in her mindset. She's you like, know? they put me in here, so I, I have, have to, to prove that I'm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and but good. she That's always. good, though. No, it is. It yeah. is. But I. I just told her, I said, Aaliyah, give yourself grace. I said, you know, go in there with confidence. You're studying. You're doing what you could do. But if you don't do as well as you think you are, allow it. Yeah. You know, like, just don't be hard on yourself. Yeah, you're still going to get your degree. You're still going to be educated. Yes. And it's like, all right. Then you go for the, because they have so many um, different opportunities for like tutoring or one-on-one sessions and mm-hmm. teachers after hours and stuff. So there's, I feel like there's so many other things. So this will be, I think, her her baseline of, oh shit, I'm going to need a little extra help or no, I can, I'm okay. Yeah, like if I can get through this, then I'm good. Right. Yeah. So, because, you know, it's a big transition from high school to college and just like, you know, some of these classes she's doing Girl. are like three and a half hours long. Girl. 
Can you imagine being in one no. room with one teacher for three and a half no. hours? <laughs> I, I used to have to do like, you, sometimes you would do like double science in high school, like a double period. But you would get like a five minute break in between, but that's it. But it was like three hours of the same fucking class. Literally shoot me. Yeah. And one of them she don't particularly care for. Yeah, so. I'm sure. I don't know if it's psychology or sociology, but one of them she doesn't particularly like, and that's yeah. the longest class. <sighs> yeah, so. College. <laughs> All the fun makes up for it, though. Oh, she's fucking having a blast. Yeah, so, but it's like, you do have to remember that you do have to buckle down and actually do schoolwork. And that's exactly what I told her. And she, you know, she goes the whole, Ma, do you think I'm stupid? No, of course. You know? She would never. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but. You know, she's not telling me how hard she's studying or how much workload she You're has. About all, all she's telling stuff. me is, oh, I went here and I yeah. did that and I'm hanging out with this person and that person. Yeah. So, and I asked her, I said, how do I word it in a way? Because she's like, you make me feel like you don't trust me. Mm. And I said, it's, I said, how do I word it that it's not coming across that I don't trust you? Like, I just want to say... Do you have balance? Are you having like balance? And she feels like that. Mm, she feels that I don't trust her. Yeah, she's like, "Ma, I got it. You don't have yeah. to ask me that." But she, but she wants me to stay on top of her. So it's uh-huh. that fine line. So she yeah. just said, instead of asking Aaliyah, "Are you like studying?" or Aaliyah, "Did you make sure you did this?" Just to use the word balance. Mm-hmm. And she said, "If I say yes, <laughs> then just well, let's stop it at that code word." And yeah. I said, "Okay." She goes, because I do want you to ask. I do want you to stay on my ass and make sure I'm doing the right thing. She goes, but to an extent, you know? Yeah. So I, it's all about, listen, this is all new experience for me, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have a kid who's growing like, well, up. How do I and, go about this? How right. do I ask you? When do I text you? Can it, I call you? What yeah. do I do? When, how does exactly. this work? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, gosh, can I just hear your voice? Even if it's for a second, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a whole new learning experience yeah. for me. And I have to learn there's boundaries and she's not my five-year-old who I have to do everything for. Right. So it's it's a learning process for yeah. us both. And I told her, I said, don't, I don't want you to ever think that I don't trust that you're doing the right thing. But understand as a mom, I have to make sure you're doing oh, yeah. the right thing. Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to see it through your lens, try to also see it through mine, you yeah. know. And um, we had like that really heartfelt talk. And I think it helped both of us like to understand that I'm not trying to push her and I want to give her a little more slack on the rope, so to speak. But at the same time, she doesn't want me to let go of that rope. You know, it's like that push and pull kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think we're in a good spot right now. And it's also yeah. the first year. It's like having your first kid and then having your second kid. Like, once she's in the second year, you'll be like, yeah, she's fine. Yeah, exactly. She's fine. I don't need a diaper like bag anymore. Kid yes. falls, second kid falls down the stairs. They'll be all they'll right. They'll be fine. You but don't the first even... kid, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> do I need to run to the emergency room? Yeah. So, yes. like, once you guys get in the flow of it and you know she does great there, like, you know, once you guys adapt, then you'll yeah. be like, she's fine. And I think, like, even, yeah. too, with this test, I new. think this is going to definitely be a baseline. Because yeah. she's either going to be like, oh, okay, I'm doing enough. Or she's going to be like, holy shit, I need to do more. Yeah. So I think she'll reevaluate her balance of yeah. work-life fun yeah. over there it's after this test. It's only like, what, a little over a month? <laughs> yeah. So it's like she has to keep yeah. adjusting. You're going to keep adjusting. You guys will get the, the hang of everything yeah and then it'll change yeah <sighs> sorry guys i'm exhausted yeah huh exhausted you had a lot of shit going on yeah i you- told everyone yesterday it's it's i definitely i i know i keep saying it god i'm so boring with this but it's definitely the allergies you yeah. know like i feel it you uh, also i feel like don't sleep 
enough. I don't. And you that, never sleep enough. Last night, I had such a realization. It was like 8.30 and Ever and I were both on the couch nodding at oh. 8.30. But so, you stay up until like 11. So I was like, you know what? I drank more water. I was fine. I felt better. And then I said to him at nine o'clock, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in my room and I'm going to lay down. Yeah. I know I'm, there's no way I'll fall asleep. And then I was texting with Aliyah and Amani. And then it's like, then Amani comes home and I want to make sure Aliyah gets back to her dorm. So I can't fall asleep. Like I try. You should leave yourself on the couch. But then. Yeah, I, I guess. When you're starting to fall asleep on the couch, just topple over just topple over yeah i'm like i'm gonna wake up with even a if you get neck. an hour or two there yeah at least you're getting more rest yeah because i know changing rooms can be like then you're like i'm never you're wide awake asleep. yeah you're wide awake and then i had to make frankie go to the bathroom and it's like oh shit now they need more water and it's like now you're wide awake again so, so, just, so i think you should start yeah, maybe to embrace, just allow, embrace the couch uh, embrace my dozing on the couch for yeah. a little bit yeah, yeah. maybe i should because you'll feel a little better you have way more going on now you wake up early as it is. So no matter what time you go to bed, you're waking up at the same waking time. Up, yeah. So you might as well allow yourself to get when you're actually falling asleep. Allow it. Yeah. Instead true. of being like, let me get up. No, like, let me stay. <laughs> this is good. And the damn, my my dogs last night, three times I was up and out with them. Mm. Like, that's annoying. That is fucking annoying. You know? And it's like, God, can you guys just not? Can you do a doggy door? No. Can you, no. I mean, I guess I could, but will I know? You know? Yeah. You know, but, a raccoon coming in in the middle of the Yeah, night? no. No. <laughs> no, it only also, works one way, right? Listen, also, Wait. my damn dogs, no, the, it goes both. But my yeah, damn dogs, if there's them. like a freaking squirrel walking across the back fence, my God, oh. they they will knock me over to get out that door as soon as I open oh. it. So it's like, I could just imagine Mimi trying to run through a doggy door and like breaking the whole damn, <laughs> <laughs> my, the side of my house is just gone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no. And they've been really good. It's just like these last few nights again. So I don't know why they're antsy, but they're antsy. At first, I was like, it's because I have my Halloween decorations and I have a few of my, my go, uh, you know, like my little girl and whatever on my dining room table. So I was like, maybe that's what Mimi's barking at. But she was literally at the back door. So I don't know. But uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Bunnies. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're talking about your sleep. That's how we got there. Oh. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, because I yawn, so I'm tired, so yes. I'm sorry. Yes. What are you grateful for today? Uh, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. I am. Um, Mine actually I, correlates with that, kind of. Well, I, okay, go ahead. Mine was listening to my body. Like listening to your body when you need to rest or take time off or push yourself a little harder. Like, I'm grateful that I have that awareness to recognize that i need to stop slow or down start. or f- yes okay yeah yeah I, I like that yeah i like that instead of like always pushing or feeling bad if you take that moment right like i need a fucking day or two yeah and it's and okay it's okay to fucking take That's that day or two less. like i'm taking my day or two i needed it yeah absolutely yeah. okay so that mine kind of goes along with that like listen to your body if you're bopping on the couch fucking sleep fucking on the couch go to that night then. Yeah. yeah okay love that you're just sleep Mine sleep. We're gonna leave mine to sleep. Love that. Even though I'm not getting enough, but yeah. I'm grateful for <laughs> when what you little are. I am getting. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. And that's our recap. Yeah. We recorded yesterday, so not much really happened. Yes. Not much. Lack happened at of all. sleep. 
So that's that. We're going to do some good old advice emails. It's been a few episodes and you guys emailed in. So we are here for you. If you want to email before we hop in, uh, you can email us at agamilpodcast at gmail.com. It's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Just put in your subject line, what you're writing in about, relationship advice, mother-in-law advice, sex, all of the above. We got you. Whatever it is, you can write it in. So... And you'll always be anonymous. And you will always be anonymous. Not to us, but to the public. Yes. (laughs) But we won't share, we promise. So, yeah, today we're just going to do some general advice emails, get you guys all caught up here. And this first one says, mother-in-law slash general family, no acceptance. Mm -hmm. So she says, hi, ladies, new listener, and absolutely obsessed. Well, Welcome. welcome. Oh, my God. Awesome. Thank Sorry you. you're joining us on an off month, but bear with us. <laughs> I would love advice on how to handle my boyfriend's soon-to-be fiancé family. How you know? No, I'm just kidding. For context, my boyfriend is the youngest of three. He's very close with his family, and I am also close with mine. When he met my family, he was instantly welcomed. He spent lots of time with my family, and he even texts with my parents weekly now. Aww. With my boyfriend's family, I feel that it's very hard to be accepted as a, quote, outsider. And not just me, but based on how his parents talk about his brother-in-laws. They literally talk about them as if they're sperm donors to their grandchildren. It's like, quote, these are our daughters and our grandchildren are, and those are just the guys that <laughs> live with them. Mm. My boyfriend says his family loves me, but I don't know how to bring it up that I just don't believe that based on how they act when I'm around. We've been together for over a year and his parents have never asked me a question about myself or initiated any conversation to get to know the girl that his son wants to marry. We met at a brewery for the first time that we met and not the first time we met and not that it had to be all about me, but it was like I didn't even exist and they were just talking to him about his sister's pregnancy. Other family things, oh, his sister's pregnancy, other family things, and his work. We also went to dinner recently, and I swear I could have been sitting naked at the table because his parents barely looked in my direction even when I talked. I don't think his parents ever accepted the fact that when their kids get married, that becomes their new family unit. I truly don't feel like I'll ever be viewed as his wife, and we will never be on our own, we will never be our own family in their eyes, even when we have kids. How do I bring this up to him? I just feel so uncomfortable anytime a family gathering situation comes up because I feel so unwanted. Thank Mm. you. I'm really sorry. This is terrible. I feel bad for you. My initial thing was that's the youngest and it's a boy and it's probably mama's little boy and nobody's going to be good enough for him and, you know, all of that. Like, you know how, I mean... You're a new listener, but many of our mother-in-law episodes are about how, like, this sort of situation, like, I'm not good enough, or, you know, I think us mother-in-laws need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> I I cannot wait for Alyssa to be an official Aww. part of the family. I mean, she's been a part of our family for 10 years. That's fucking crazy. But I also think that's why me and Alyssa have a podcast together because we're just yeah. not the norm. Yeah. But it does make me very, very sad that there's so many emails that we get about situations of parents not yeah. welcoming their child's significant other. And to me, why? Yeah. You know, like, I don't get it. This is who their son is choosing to marry 
open, uh, accept them with open arms because the, then you're going to put your, I, I'm sorry, but then they're going to put so much pressure on the sun, you know, like the sun is going to feel like, oh, I have to entertain my parents and entertain my new wife. And it's like, why can't it just be cohesive? Mm -hmm. Why can't it just come together? Mm -hmm. Um, sorry that I got off on that, but to answer your question, this is a man that you're going to marry. I think that you should have no problem saying, listen, baby, we need to have a conversation. I feel so unwanted and so unloved. And I know you tell me your parents love me, but it doesn't seem like that. I also, in this email, you said that they basically refer to the brother-in-laws as sperm donors. Yeah, it's donors. not just him because so that's his baby. Right. that's their baby. They do it to the daughters, To, to the other too. ones. So, but to you, I wouldn't take it personally because you already see that they do it to the other ones. Yeah. So... It's just who their character, you know, it's just who they are. So I wouldn't allow, it would bother me. So let me not talk shit. It would bother me, um, but I wouldn't take fault in it. Because if if they're already doing it to the other two um, brother-in-laws, they're, you know, I don't think why well, you would be different. You know, that's just, it speaks a lot of their character. Yeah, you why know? don't they see their son as a sperm donor? <laughs> so the brother-in-laws, they see them as sperm donors to their to their, their daughters. Their daughters. I. You're carrying. You're so carrying the. the you're child. just going to be the carrier then. You're, you're just the carrier. <laughs> so they'll have two sperm donors and a carrier <laughs> instead of two son-in-laws oh, and a daughter-in-law. Uh, that's just terrible character uh, traits on their part, in my opinion. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think it definitely, definitely needs to be brought up with your boyfriend, and it needs to be said how you feel disrespected that you're sitting at a dinner table out to eat and they don't even look at you or acknowledge your existence. That's not, and I don't think that's making it about you at all. I think that's human conversation. Like who wants to sit with somebody that just talks about themselves the whole damn time? Right. No one wants to do that. And not you want to make- be asked about yourself or relate to a conversation and be looked at and talked to. That's just human decency. Mm-hmm. And they don't even make eye contact yeah. when she's talking yeah, they don't even look her way i mean that's so it's just not very nice. disrespectful yeah you know but i would talk to my your your significant other 100 um but i think i don't know but i would want to talk to them like i yeah, would well, want like, to see how he reacts yeah because if he's like what do you mean da, 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 they're fine and eh wrong you're wrong yeah and then you have to that's going to be one of those heavy heavy things because you love your boyfriend or your soon-to-be fiance you see your life with him but do you see a life with his family because like you said you marry you marry into family are you going to live the your life always feeling less than because he because it's never will be separated they're never going to respect you as your own family and it's not like you could be like yeah but we'll have our own life and Uh. you know that but it's like they seem very like intrusive and i don't think you would be able to separate right because they're all very close it wouldn't just be like yeah we see them for holidays once in a while it's fine like this seems like it would be an issue yeah so it definitely is something needs that needs to be resolved yes. beforehand because, because you are it sounds like you will be marrying also his parents and, and you know you don't want to live with regret because then it, again it's putting your your fiance your f- boyfriend fiance in the middle because the parents want his attention that the titi then you're gonna want it and, and you're it not, just oh. yeah that's to me that's um that's a disaster in the happening you yeah, know because you, especially when you start your own little family like they're gonna be like no 
He's he still our family he, and he our son, and he didn't have and those are our grandchildren. And like, you're just the carrier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's an ugly situation. I first and foremost have a heartfelt, deep, not surface level, a very deep conversation with your soon to be. Let him know exactly how you feel, how how the his parents' dismissive behavior is making you feel and how you're very concerned about the future because you don't want to live the rest of your life feeling less than, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, if he sort of agrees or understands where you're coming from, maybe you guys can sit down together. Maybe you go out to lunch with the mother one day. Try maybe to form bonds outside of you as a couple. Like maybe you and the mom just go to lunch or... I don't know. I don't know because I, we've never had this problem. I hope to never have this problem, you know? Um, But I think if it was, I think if anybody was to feel less than I would want them to come talk to me and I would want to try to form a better bond with them and make them feel welcome and part of our family. So I would hope that maybe if mom heard you saying this, mom would open her eyes and be like, Oh my God, that's not it. I want you part of our family, you know? Or maybe she just doesn't take it seriously because they've only been together for a little over a year. But still, it should, like, if your son is bringing someone around you, you should appreciate that and respect that. Alyssa, she's never even asked her a question. That, to me, is like, I I think I was up your ass when you first came into my... (laughs) Into our family, like as Zane's like, girlfriend. I want to know about you. It was like, yeah, I asked you a thousand questions, you know? And it's like, how does she not want to find not out about... Not even, like, pretend. Huh? Doesn't even sound like she's, like, yeah. pretending. She yeah. just, like, won't even look at her. I don't know. Like, uh, so how do you bring this up is your final question. I would just say, listen, babe, I need to talk to you about something that's really been making me upset. I hope you don't take this offensively. I love you. Um, but I just want you to hear my perspective with like an open ear and outside, um, interference out, no phones, no TV, no nothing. Look in each other's eyes, have this heartfelt conversation because it is super important. Yeah. Say I've been really upset. It's making me feel really unwanted. And I know you say that, you know, your family loves me, but I would, I want you to just like take a deeper look and like, just try to like be in my shoes Mm -hmm. and say these examples. Say you know, when we were at dinner the other night, they didn't even look my way even I, when I was speaking. And I feel like that's like not very nice. I feel very disrespected. And, you know, I try to make conversation with them. I ask them about their life. And they didn't even ask me one question. Mm-hmm. It's just like mean. Yeah. I don't get and it. Her family does it for him, though. Right. So how like, would you feel yeah. if my family did it to you? Yeah. Like, think about how comfortable you feel around my family. I want to be able to feel that same way around yours. 100%. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck to you. This is... Ugh. Why do people have to be like that? Like, just fake the small talk, even if you hate her. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know? Like, just fake it till you make it. Hmm. All right. Do I cut people off too quick? No. (laughs) Oh, it's like, no, there's no such thing as too quick. Cut them off. (laughs) Okay, hey, ladies. And what's popping, everybody? Oh, what's popping, everybody? Uh, Jerry, you've been on my mind so much lately. You have been navigating your baby going off to school, the loss of your father-in-law, embarking on a new adventure in the search for a rewarding job. Girl, you better be giving yourself grace, and you better be recognizing your accomplishments, because any single one of these things are challenging. Aw, thank you. And then she said, queen. Queen. Queen, all caps. 
Anywho, the reason I'm writing. Do I people... Do I cut people off too easily? Have I become cynical? Or do I just respect my boundaries and sanity? I say B. Definitely B. (laughs) Um, I'm a 39-year-old female. And the last five or ten years or so, I have basically cut my small circle of people in half. I guess the best way to explain is a bullet point is to bullet point my reasons for stepping away. One, I was friends with a group of six coworkers. The group had definitely grown closer than just coworkers, as two of the six didn't even work there anymore, and we were still going out on Saturday nights. Well, one of the girls started making everyone come to her area to hang out like three times in a row and on those days she and on those days she chooses to um she even said to another mom in our group you have to support you have more support for your children's care so you should be willing to do the day day that works best for me and the kids well that was um my breaking point so i spoke up I try to make it subtle by saying, hey, maybe we could do something in another area or another day that works for the other mom. I have to admit, I wasn't delicate about it, and she got so mad. She said I wasn't being respectful of her life struggles, and no one else had a complaint, which is true, but they were all messaging me on how rude she was being. You're like, actually, we have to try without you. Actually, I got the receipts, okay? Um, anyways, long story short, no one else was willing to stand up to her. So I walked away from the whole group. Wow. That's sad, actually. I'm, um, I'm kind of confused about the mom group. She said to another mom, you have more support for your children's care. So you should be willing to do the day that works best for me and my kids. So maybe oh, so she, she has say, babysitter. Like, you have a babysitter. Or, right. So you and should I don't, tend to so my you, needs. Exactly. Bullshit. That's not how it works. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. Understanding. But balance. Back yeah. and forth. Yeah. It's not every, for the last three weeks, you always have to go to her. She right. chooses what you're doing. What time are you going? Where? Yeah. Who is she? Is she the mom of the group? No. Right. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I would have pieced out of that. Yeah. And the fact that. Even though they were all complaining, nobody stood, backed anything. you up. That's kind of like, eh. So yeah. I would have walked away too, very easily. Oh. Um, that's the longest story. So here's a couple of more real quick. Uh, two, my other friend works night shifts and gets off at midnight. She would not stop calling me at one o'clock in the morning. I work in an office, so I was the stereotypical nine to five. Keep in mind, it wasn't like she was saying it's an accident and she would ring my fucking phone at one. She would just blatantly say, put your phone on silent if you don't want it to ring. <laughs> like, okay. I, wait, sorry, let me finish. Um, so guess what? <laughs> if you can respect my request not to call me in the middle of the night, then you are no longer allowed to call my phone at all. Period. Period. Uh, you know what? You're 100%. Don't tell me what to put my fucking yeah. phone on. Just call me at 1 a.m. if it's an emergency. Why are you calling me at 1 a.m.? Uh, she wants you to talk, keep her on the phone for her ride home from work. Like, hey, what's up? How you doing, sunshine? Uh, bitch, I got to be up and at work in a few hours. Can yeah. you leave me alone? Yeah. But that's not good enough. I, I, To me, that's like huge, gigantic balls that they have to be doing things even like for her to still call you and just silence your phone if you don't want to hear from me. Fuck that. Why do I just silence my phone? Just don't call me. I'm not going to answer. Just respect that boundary. Yeah. Call me later. People are fucking weird. Okay. <laughs> Three. Another friend. I was there for her through a mental health attack and mo- that almost took her life. I called her every single day to check in for months, even if we just sat in silence. 
I'm in Toronto, and she's in California. Well, I was diagnosed with MS last year, and she has completely disappeared. I communicated how I felt after a couple of months, and she said, Oh, well, I know you were going through a lot, so I didn't want to burden you with my problems. Wait, so I wasn't able to babysit you anymore, so you just disappeared and left me high and dry in my hour of need? Here's another one. Like, that's yeah, fucked She wasn't up. asking you to burden with your problems. She wanted you to help hers. Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't want to burden you with my problems. No, I wasn't like, asking about your about problems. How about giving me support? I'm yeah, going through mine? something now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like shitty. That's a shitty friend that even in your time of need, she was still being selfish. You know, like. No, I didn't want to bother you. I didn't want to bother you with my problems. Bitch, no. You should have been there for me and my problems. Yeah. I'm sorry, by the way, um, that you didn't have her support. That's kind of shitty when you're going through something that's like that. That's like you say if someone's going through something like happy. Like if they're having like a ha- like if someone's on a vacation and you're like I don't want oh, well, to be a I didn't talk to you. Yeah, I didn't want to talk to you because I didn't want to burden you with my issues. Not when someone's going through something bad. Also, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you that's say like, that when someone's like you don't want to ruin their day. That's like a really fucked up mentality. <laughs> like I don't want to burden you with my problems. <laughs> So I'm gonna I know what you're going to deal with yours. I know what you're going through, and I don't want to burden you with mine. What? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I okay. I, listen, all three of these. I'm 100 percent on your side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see number four. Number f- oh, there's no number four. It says so. I basically have two friends left. My very best friend, who I've been friends with since I was about 15, who tells me I'm too cynical and that I cut off people too quick, <laughs> that I don't give people enough chance. That comment comes up more about dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to admit, once somebody has scorned me, I never look back. Maybe I'm too quick to write people off, but at the same time, I have very little stress in my life, and I fucking love it. So what do you all think? Okay, okay love, love you. you. Bye. <laughs> I think I love you, and if you <laughs> didn't live in Toronto, we could be friends, okay? Um, I would love to be a little more like you because I feel like I um, I make excuses for people's shit me too and it's terrible yeah and you shouldn't have to and it's funny because like with my husband for example there's a situation going on with him and i said don't fucking chase people yeah don't do it yeah like a relationship whether it's a friendship a uh a, a marriage whatever or co-workers whatever it is always takes two people always so why do you have to be the one always calling texting everything else if it's not reciprocated why are you in it? It's like you walking know? down the street. Why do I have to move out of your fucking way? See, and that's me. Every I'm time. always the one that moves. Always. Fuck them. I'm just, I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> but then they're in their head going to, why do I have to fucking move? Yeah. <laughs> and then we both just bump shoulders. It's a bad combo. <laughs> It was just an analogy. Uh, okay, so your best friend who thinks you're a little cynical, um, I mean, maybe, maybe when it comes to dating... You know, it just depends on the situation. Like all of these situations are pretty valid, like um, valid. All very valid. But like if it's something silly, like your friend had to cancel your plans once or twice because she had something pop up. Yeah. Don't just cut them off. You know, like these are all reasons to cut somebody off. Or if you, you know, go on a date and the guy's wearing a yellow shirt and you hate yellow. Like, okay, you're being cynical. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I don't agree with that, you know, but um, I think that the examples that you're given are all examples that I absolutely would have walked away from as well, because um, you don't need that. You know, you you don't you need to have people who are supportive around you. And, you know, yeah, 
that people you respect answered, you. You answered it yourself. You said, I have very little stress in my life and I fucking love it. There you go. So why do you need to second guess anything? Yeah, I would keep my two friends and I would be happy for the rest yep. of my life. And it's okay to have like acquaintances too. Absolutely. Keep people at a distance. You don't have to be like BFFs with everyone. Yeah. And I always say, oh, my friend, so-and-so. And it's like, no, I, I can count on one hand yeah. how many friends I really have. I have yeah. a lot of acquaintances, yeah. you know? Okay. Forgiving my dad. Hey, ladies. I'm just going to jump right in because I know this is a long one. I'm 23, the youngest of three. My parents have been together for 30 years. In 2021, my parents came to my siblings and I to let us know that they'd be getting a divorce because they had, quote, differences in lifestyle that they couldn't work past. My mom did everything she could to be what my dad wanted her to be for years. I always heard my dad making comments about her weight when I was a kid. I know she tried her best to stick to whatever diet she was in at the time to make it show that she was making an effort. When they told us that they were getting divorced, my mom didn't say anything. My dad was the only one who talked the whole time. He kept making comments like, well, we have new, we will have new partners that you guys will have to meet, and I hope you guys are respectful and understanding. I thought that this was super weird, considering not less than 30, I thought this was super weird, considering not less than 30 minutes ago, I knew nothing about my parents talking about divorce, and now I have to think about a meet, about meeting their new romantic partners? Fast forward two weeks from them telling us that they're getting divorced. My mom is living, my dad is living in their RV in the mountains. I call him one night because I just needed my dad. When he answered the phone, he was being super strange and he was whispering. So I cut the conversation short and I hung up. Three months later, suddenly my parents have, quote, made up and he's moving back in. I went over to their house and I was just sitting on the couch talking to them. And I got a weird Facebook message from this woman. I had met this woman, so I recognized her name, and she knew I would remember her, so she started telling me everything. The cheating had gone back 10 years. The first and only time I met her, and I, the only reason I met her was because my dad was testing to see how she would be with his kids. I had a super fun day. I talked to my dad about how fun that day was with his, quote, friend, uh, and it all started making sense. He had been living with this woman, not in the RV. He just wanted to test out living together uh, to see if they even wanted to continue it. She was sleeping in bed with him when I called him that night, and that's why he was whispering and being so weird. I had to leave my parents' house because the last thing I needed was for him to see who was messaging me. After sending me all of the pictures and answering all my questions, she told me that my dad... She told... She told me that she told my dad that I knew. Almost instantly, my dad is ringing my doorbell. When I answer, he's beyond angry. He storms in and demands that I show him everything. After I show him everything, he starts bribing me and begging me not to tell my siblings and just to keep it to myself. Little did he know that I had my siblings on a three-way call when I got home and I was reading the messages from her to them. I told my dad that he had an hour to go get home and tell my mom before I did it. My parents didn't leave their house for days. When I saw them next, they called me and my siblings over and we had a family meeting. My dad actually said that he is a narcissist and he loves manipulating people. He was almost boasting about how well he hid it for all these years and that he's so surprised that none of us caught on. They chose to stay together and I can't wrap my head around this. I think my mom is just doing it because she's retired and doesn't have an income. She loves their house and she wanted to keep her family together. I was pretty vocal about how I felt about what happened. I felt betrayed by my dad and I just couldn't forgive him like that. One night, my dad called me to tell me that my sister had told him and my brother and him that my 
brother and I don't forgive him yet. She did this because my parents give her money, so her not forgiving him means no money. He told me that I had no place in his life anymore if I couldn't forgive him, and I told him that if, as my dad, he couldn't understand why I didn't couldn't forgive him for what he had done to my mom and my family, that he that it was his prerogative if he chose not to speak with me. My mom called me crying, saying that I was selfish for saying that because I don't talk to him. I won't go over there, and it's not fair with everything being uprooted in her life. How could I do that to her? So I started acting nice to my dad to keep the peace because I don't want to lose my mom, but also because I unfortunately work for his company. (laughs) You better look for a job real quick. (laughs) My brother and I still don't forgive my dad, but we no longer tell my sister how we feel because it was never her place to tell my dad how we felt to begin with. My dad makes comments like, I don't know, insert memory here, happened with your mom or my girlfriend (gasps) in front of my mom. I know she's hurting and I just don't agree with her staying with my dad and it has definitely pushed me away from her. I just want what's best for her and I don't think with... It's with my dad, who doesn't care about her feelings at all. When they got back together, my mom scheduled a tummy tuck since she's had, and since she's had the work done, my dad makes such inappropriate comments to her in front of other people about how hot she looks and how everyone has to leave so they can go upstairs and have sex. My mom had surgery done so that she would be what my dad desired again, and so he wouldn't go elsewhere. I don't know how to go about even beginning to deal with this situation. I still talk to my parents, I go to family dinner, I participate in things, but they are always making comments about how we spend so much more time with my boyfriend's family than we do with them. Of course we go, of course we do, his dad doesn't make sexual comments in front of others and proudly talk about his affair. I don't like my dad. I really don't care for our relationship to go any deeper than it is right now. I can't leave my job because I make good money and it is so hard to find a job with good pay and job security like I have. Am I wrong to not want to forgive my dad? Am I wrong for wanting my mom to leave him? How do I even start the process of forgiving him? Thank you guys for reading this and taking the time to respond. My life feels like it was turned upside down, and I just would love to feel some amount of normalcy again. You guys are wonderful, and I appreciate you guys and this podcast more than I can express. Whoa. Wow, wow, wow. I have so many feelings about this. Well, the first thing is I hate that the ex had to go and confront you on everything. Not that I think it should have been kept a secret. Inappropriate, though. He chose to stay with the family instead of leaving his family, and she purposely ruined it. She didn't have to do that. I mean, listen, I mean, it's out in the open now, so you can't go back, but fucking shame on her for doing that. I mean, yeah, what mm-hmm. he did was wrong. It was so wrong. It but was they disgusting. got a divorce because of it and then got back together after, right? I'm understanding that. Yeah, did they actually get the divorce? Well, whether they got the divorce or didn't get... They, they were separated going to, because of the cheating. Right. Then got back together and then the woman texted the daughter. Oh, is that how it happened? Is it? That's what I'm asking. Because you're right. Then why the fuck would she do that? But then she said, I, yeah. I'm going to tell mom if you don't. Maybe she didn't. the mom didn't know all the details and how long it had been happening. Well, I Regardless. guess now, okay, that, now, now that the daughter knew everything from the mistress, I guess now, like, I agree. Like, I don't know. See, I do. Just like you said, I'm sorry. You said I have so many feelings about this. So yeah. do I. Yeah. Because I don't. 
I don't think I would ever do something like drastic, like a tummy tuck or constantly be on diets to try to appease somebody who thinks so poorly of me, you know, who judges me and who throws out those nasty comments and how, who cheated on me for all those years. Like I would never bend over backwards for anybody like that. The fact that your, your mom is choosing to stay with him. And I think you hit the nail on the head. She's older. She's retired. She doesn't have income. She, this is her house that she's known for the entire marriage, raising three kids in this house. I think she's staying for the comfort level of it all. And I don't, I can't say if I was her, if I would stay or not. Like, yeah, because it happened to me when I was much younger and I had a whole entire life in front of me yet. Right. I, this is not when I'm already retired. My kids are already grown and out of the house. It's a very different situation. Like maybe yeah. they're just staying together as husband and wife with the agreement of, we're, hey, we're just roommates. Uh-huh. You know, like, I don't know. Like to yeah. me, this is so hard. I mean, I want like your mom to love herself enough to say I deserve better and walk away. I I get but, how this uh, this daughter is feeling though, like as a daughter, like watching her mom, you almost feel like a level of like anger at her, yeah, and like disappointment towards her. Like wake up, what are but you also, doing? Like you said at the same time, you're not in her shoes. I almost wish that they didn't, like, I wish the fucking mistress didn't text you and you guys just weren't even involved. Like, hey, me and mom are going through some shit. Like, honestly, like, I don't like knowing stuff about my parents personally. Like, I don't want to know. You know, I don't want to know if you guys are fighting. I don't want to know any of that as a daughter. So it's like, I wish that you guys just weren't involved. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, trying to put myself in your shoes, like, I would be fucking pissed at my dad. I would not be happy but I feel like you'd if be my disappointed parents, in I your would mother. Be very disappointed. But if my parents decide to go back together, like I would be able to not really forgive him, but almost like move past it. Like, you know, like I, I wouldn't cut him out of my life yeah. if my parents decided to get back together. I think if he went off the rocker and like we just went with somebody else and left my mom high and dry and like, you know, it was like really, really awful about all of it. Then maybe. I don't know. But if my parents decided to get back together, they're my parents. Mm. So I feel like I would almost like want to, you know, to keep the family together, like to move on from it. I mean, she did say that she goes to family dinners yeah. and she does everything. It's just very surface level. level. Course, so maybe just know? keep it surface level. It's a hard thing. And that whole thing about forgiveness is you forgive people for yourself. This way you're not carrying around it, you know? So mm. maybe, maybe by quote unquote forgiving him, it'll give you peace in this situation because ultimately it's up to your mom whether she decides to stay with. And I think part of the way you're feeling towards your dad is because of the way you're feeling towards your mom. Like you're like hurt for your mom. Like the fact yeah. that she's put up with this for so many years. She was the one that was being shit on by your dad for all these years. So, you know, Oh, God, this is so this is a very, very difficult one. But I think forgiving him for yourself is important. This way you can, like Liz said, like move past it. You know, I don't think it's your parents decision if they're deciding to stay together. Yeah, it's their decision. And they're adults. And 
as a she you know so you're an adult now so you're seeing things differently also yeah. and it's like like i said even when i went through my shit versus if i went through my shit at an older retirement age age i don't know if i would have handled it the same i don't know if i would have just been like well whatever mm-hmm. it happened it's you know like he's good to me in other ways or you know like i did that yeah. in the beginning in the beginning i put up with it because it was like well i'm not physically abused i have a roof over my head yeah you know will i f- ever find anybody else and yeah. if your mom was already self-confident lacked that self-confidence and was always trying to diet and make him look like Mm. herself look what he wanted she may not have the um that love for herself to be able to stand up and walk away from this Mm -hmm. so i think by her choosing to stay is uh, her choice and not that you have to like it or agree with it but ultimately that's what it is so i think uh, going back to it i I think you should forgive him just to give yourself peace in this situation. Yeah. I would also encourage you to uh, say things in the moment when your dad makes those inappropriate comments about his mistress. Is that like a horrible word that, that we're using? No, that's what it is. That's what it is, right? Um, I mean, he was with her for 10 years. Uh, so <sighs> when he says things about that, I would say, like i'm trying to put myself in your shoes right like if i was in the situation my dad something like that i would literally be like dad what the fuck don't say that i think that the comments would be sweet like oh my parents are still in love he still thinks she's hot like how funny and gross ew mom don't say ew dad don't say Uh that but because of everything you're like ew everything is ew yes everything is ew but yeah i would just nip that shit in the butt like i would be like dad what the fuck don't do that yeah no making everyone uncomfortable Mm mm-hmm and also your mom. Maybe your mom needs to also, maybe you. You need to talk to your mom too. Yeah. And be like, mom, you need to not do things because of him. Right. Love yourself enough to do it for you, but not for yeah. him. Also, love yourself enough that if he says something like that fucking, oh, was that with your mom or uh, w- with my wife or with my girlfriend? Like fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like those are shits that he just is yeah yeah no. you need to let go of being scared of like confrontation or anything like that and just be like this is my dad and he's saying some shit and i'm just gonna be like dad what the fuck yeah but also mom too mom yeah, should mom, say that what the fuck like mom should say like what the fuck yeah like and she shouldn't have a fear anymore like he's the one that fucked up not yeah. her yeah right so she shouldn't ha- she should have the power now to be like call him out on his shit like mm-hmm. that's what i think mm-hmm. and i think maybe talking to mom and be like listen you, it pulls in your court so to speak you know mm-hmm. you have control of the situation don't mm-hmm. allow him to talk down to you yeah don't allow him to make you feel less than he's the one that fucked up not you it's not your fault he did what he did mm-hmm. you don't ca- cower down say to mom him. do what you would want me to do yes oh god yes because exactly. i'll hit her like would you want me to deal with that mm. would you want me to put up with those comments mm. as your daughter would you be proud of me for that? Mm-hmm. That's I would it. approach it that way exactly for sure. Exactly it. Yep. Do we want to end a little? Do you want it shorter? It's up to you. Sure. Okay. It wasn't that many edits, right? We're forty-seven minutes. Perfect. I think that's plenty, guys. We love you. We love you. Thank <laughs> you so 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 much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you all next time. <laughs> Okay, love you. Bye.